Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the Drew Barrymore Show podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. And I got to tell you, I spent the night reading uh, Megan Fox's new book, Front to Back. I've loved poetry my whole life. It's an art form that I'm so happy to see her bringing back in this profound way in her book. Um, (laughs) Pretty Boys Are Poisonous. Without uh, further ado, Megan Fox, everybody. Megan, thank you so much for coming here. I sat up all night and then had the wildest dreams. Mm -hmm. It really affected like my REM cycle. My aura ring was like, whoa, what happened last night to you? And it's because I read every single page of your book and I just sat there for a couple of hours just really taking it in. Can I read you the poem that made me have to put the book down on my chest and think for a while. Yeah, we love that. Okay. Did you read the book? Did you read it? You know what, he, he was on the bed. I will always be in love with the man that you'll never become. And the poem is called Unrealized Potential. Can I ask for you what this is about? I think that could be applied to many people throughout my life. But I think when you're in a relationship with somebody who you see so much potential in them and so much you connect to their soul and you know who they could be or who they should be. Um, And because of their own childhood traumas and unhealed issues, they're not able to be who they're meant to be or who they can be. And they operate at a lower frequency than where they should be. And they they wear a a mask of, some, of someone that's not really who you know that they 
they can be to you and you know that they could treat you better and that the love could be so much stronger and could be special and this relationship could be so much more, but because they're not willing to get the help, they'll never be their best self. And so you can stay and forever be in love with who they could possibly become one day or you know, you could move on and it's a, it's a gamble because you don't want to waste your life and your time waiting for somebody to grow into themselves because that may never happen. But I feel like a lot of us do that. We're in love with the potential, not the reality. Okay. <laughs> that was such a healing answer because I think why it affected me so much is I'm still stuck. You know, I'm still closed for business. Mm -hmm. When did you become able to be objective rather than the girl that we enter these enterprises with another person, mm -hmm. rather than the woman who realizes that person that you're engaging with will not get there? I think that I go on that same journey with every relationship. I enter every relationship as the girl who's hoping and who's wishing. And then at a certain point in that relationship, you grow into the woman who realizes. Um, so I wouldn't say that I got to a point where now I always enter a relationship fully realized. I definitely don't because I'm constantly attracting, you know, partnerships and relationships are really just a place for you to have to face the shadow of your childhood traumas and the shadow of um, your belief system about relationships that you watched in your parents, whatever that is. And I have very specific ones based on my parents. So I'm always attracting to myself either a version of my stepfather or a version of my mother. And then... And what is that? Um, my stepfather was, he's passed on now. He was a very... Um, impulsive and aggressive, very like verbally, mentally, emotionally abusive. And then my mother, who is still with us, and I don't want to drag my mother, but my mother, I perceived her to be more passive and wasn't as protective of me as she should be. And so I think I either will attract a, a partner who brings the sort of um, overly masculine, the, the rage element, and then I become my mother in that relationship, or I attract a partner who plays the role of my mother and that awakens a shadow in me as well where I become very rebellious and um, I, I resist and, and uh, push against the relationship from that angle. Um, I'm so amazed to hear, are you in therapy? Yeah, I've been in therapy, obviously, for a long, <laughs> long time. Uh, the words, the key words you're using, too. Like, I have been someone who entered all of my relationships um, hedonistic and then incredibly stubborn. Yeah. You know? Like, I loved the drama. I loved the butterflies. Mm -hmm. I loved the highs and lows, the agony and the ecstasy. It yeah, that's was, the greatest addiction of all time. Nothing can replace that. It's so hot. The endorphins can't be replaced from a dramatic relationship like that. Yeah, it's easy to get addicted to that. Well, then... I would respond also to a lot of the drama like with total rebellion, mm -hmm. as you said, and like mm -hmm. rage. It's like I would meet fire with bigger fire. Mm -hmm. And then at some point, and this is part of like the death I think I'm still mourning and wondering when does the rebirth kick in mm -hmm. of I became passive for the first time in my life. Mm -hmm. I'm with you there, yeah. Because I've got kids. Yeah. And so now this isn't about me anymore. And you're a mom and yeah. you have three incredible children. 
what is it when it comes to your kids? What side of the woman does that represent? I think with my kids, that was the first, because when I was young, I was really rebellious and, and mm -hmm. wild and uh, was always running away to fall in love with a new love, every new co-star, every whatever. I was just a free spirit that way. And love I was, junkie. I was addicted to the, to the falling in love. And I think I probably hurt a lot of people in that process too, because a lot of people have really been in love with me and I did not respect or honor that. And then when I had kids, something happened in me where, because I didn't want to repeat my childhood, it was so important. I think it's a major part of my soul's journey in this lifetime to not repeat my parents' pattern with my kids. And I was always very aware of that. And so this selfless person was born when I birthed my first child. Yes! Yeah. And, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm having a, a, a quintessential aha moment, as Oprah so brilliantly puts him. I'm wondering if part of the death of that rebel was not caused by a man, but mm. by my children. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> I've never thought of it that way because mm -hmm. it's so obvious to me the shift in my behavior, yeah. my priorities, my work. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that helpful road that yeah. I can now travel down and explore. It's been mm -hmm. completely in the wrong direction on a one-way street to nowhere. Mm -hmm. um, now, what's it like being a boy mom? This episode? is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Have you ever covered a carpet stain with a rug, ignored a leaky faucet, pretended your half-painted living room is supposed to look like that? Well, you're not alone. We've all got unfinished home projects, but there's an easier way. When you download Thumbtack, it's easier to care for your home from top to bottom. Pull out your phone and in just a few steps, you can search, chat, and book highly rated pros right in your neighborhood. Plus, you'll know what to tackle next, because Thumbtack is the app that shows you what to do, who to hire, and when. So say goodbye to all those unfinished home projects and say hello to caring for your home the easier way. Download Thumbtack and start a project today. What's it like being a boy mom if I'm living in a girl, like, sorority of, you know, different ages. Mm -hmm. What's it like? Because I'm convinced also that I, I wasn't meant to have boys. I was supposed to raise girls and it yeah. made so much sense of my life. I thought, oh, 
whoa, I was put on this planet to raise girls. And mm -hmm. that informed me about everything I'd ever experienced in my life as if it was a collection to be the right kind of mother for these girls. And then the right kind of mother for yourself as well. You mother your inner child that wasn't mothered the way you needed to be mothered when you mother them. Also, I'm, I don't blame my mom for anything. I blame no. myself because yeah. I raised myself too. So I'm really mm. working on that. Yeah. And it's, thank you for saying that. Okay. Yeah. They were always, it's not about blaming parents because they were always doing the best that they could, but our perception of them is what is subjective as children and it is what it is. So it's not about blaming, it's about our experience as kids, how we experienced them. I agree. The blame game is, is not a choice I ever end up wanting to make. Not my mom, not my kid's dad, not anybody. I'm, yeah. I take so much responsibility, sometimes to a point that's so intense, but I'm like, I'd rather take it than give it. Yeah. To answer your question about the boys, though, it's like um, UFC fight night every day. They're just, <laughs> everything's a weapon. They're punching each other all the time. They're best friends, but they're constantly, boys fight a lot. There's a lot of testosterone happening, and they're still little. Um, okay, I believe that I've gotten to be a part of something here on this show that was it doesn't feel like a show. Mm -hmm. I was so anti-tropey, daytime, arch-canned television. Mm -hmm. I wanted to come into this space and not know what things were gonna happen. And Machine Gun Kelly Carlson mm -hmm. helped change everything I feel like overnight after he came and visited us here, mm -hmm. we got to graduate into the thing I always wanted to be, which was a place where things could unfold, uncertainty could occur, mm -hmm. realness could flow. Mm -hmm. And I'm so forever indebted to him for it. Like truly. He'll be very happy to hear that. He helped make that dream a reality yeah. by being so himself. Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful to him. Yeah. What's he like in life? Um, he can be a lot of different things and a lot of different people at any given moment, but he has a really pure soul and he can be very vulnerable, which is like what I think you experienced that day where he, there was a breakthrough where he wasn't behind his ego and he was just like, you know, I'm hurting today and I don't feel proud of myself today. And I think that's probably what really spoke to you, right? Is that you got to see somebody not hiding from their failures or their, um, or trying to pretend that they weren't insecure and be aware of a face of confidence when they're not feeling confident. Somebody just being able to be like, I feel like I suck and I don't feel like I'm worthy to be here. And that's something that's like really moving for other people to see, I think, because we all feel like that, if not all the time, at least some of the time, that we're not worthy of being where we are, we're not worthy of being loved and we're not worthy of the attention, we're not worthy. I think most people feel that way in general. Yeah. And he single-handedly helped say this is not a segment of a TV show, it's just a moment in life. Mm -hmm. And that's, that for me was one of, I think, the, the liberation of the show and where we got to get into business, like of the real fun stuff. Yeah. Did he, does he, where's my, 
how does he support you to be your fullest self? So much of this honesty about the hindrance that you've had to endure with a relationship or a man or an amalgamation of men and relationships. Mm -hmm. How did he have the courage to be such a man himself to let you be the woman that you are in this book? I think it helps that he's an artist himself and he recognizes that he has this outlet where he gets to experience his catharsis through songwriting, where he gets to ex express his pain in that way. And that as an actor, you don't really have that because I'm reading someone else's dialogue. So I don't get to go to work and really like put my experiences or my pain into my art. So he recognized that I needed an outlet for that. And when you love someone, you're not gonna deny them the right to experience a relief from their suffering, you know? And I think that's uh, just part of what it is to care about someone and to want to see them heal. So if you write something in the book that someone could think, oh, is this about him? Or if he writes a song lyric and mm -hmm. someone says, oh, this could be about her, how do you grapple with that? I think inevitably, like once you're in a famous relationship, anything I do or say for the rest of my life, people will probably think it's about him, right? Because the relationship is so public. The same thing, any song he writes, it's always probably gonna be about me in someone's mind. And so I think you have to just let it go because it's it's about expressing the truth and like healing yourself through through your art and you can't really worry about what other people are gonna think. I'm sure we all we all have days where we worry about it. I've read some of his song lyrics and I'm like, okay, are we really gonna find okay, whatever. <laughs> it is what it is though, because it's the as long as it's the truth, then it's the truth. And like I have to be accountable for my actions and my role inside a relationship. And if somebody wants to put that into art, they should. Like anyone who dated me in my early twenties should probably write their own poetry book because I was not <laughs> A peach. <laughs> All right, will you play my favorite game with me to end um, this amazing conversation yeah. called The Final Five? All right, we'll be right back. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? or the friends you find along the way. Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more, but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Will you play my favorite game with me to end um, this amazing conversation yeah. called The Final Five? All right, it's The Final Five, everybody. All right. What is the best piece of advice you've ever received? Uh, probably just that you, you can never 
you'll never experience validation through other people's opinions. So you can only care about how you feel about yourself. What is the worst thing you've ever done to an ex? It's <laughs> a big question. I don't know if that's something I could say on TV. I know, I just realized um, that too. I think just when I was young and I did have a temper and I was wild, uh, I got mad and I took a bunch of paint and I painted a um, Frederick Nietzsche quote all over his wall. So he had to repaint his house afterwards. It was like a really angry quote about like, you know, how life is futile because you've ruined everything. You suck, basically. And so he had, to, he had to repaint the bedroom. That's definitely not, that's on a scale of one to 10, that's like a two, but that's what I can share. That gives you an idea of what I was capable of. <laughs> okay. Do you have any tattoos you regret? Oh, that's interesting. I just got one that I don't like that I have to rework. And it's my entire arm, so not a big deal. <laughs> so, um, but that will be fine. We're gonna save that one. And then I think just as they get older, you regret them because they just don't look good anymore. Like they oxidize and spread and you're like, this doesn't. Oxidize this isn't, and spread. It's not words that you want associated with your body ever. All right, weirdest gift um, a boyfriend ever gave you? Um, this was weird just because it's so unlike my personality. Somebody, I'm, I'm not into technology at all. I'm a nature girl. And somebody got me a coffee mug that you could heat up from your iPhone. And I was like, that just has no place in my life. You obviously <laughs> don't, you don't understand who I am. Um, okay, there's a, I, this is a new one for me too, a health. Do you I, know what a health is? No, I'm scared. What is it's it? It's a historical figure you would like to. <clears throat> oh. Um, wow, that's an interesting question. Right? <laughs> if I had to give an answer, I guess I would say Elvis. Oh my God, <laughs> my biggest crush is Elvis. Hey. Yeah. He's I, the hottest guy that ever like walked there the was, planet. When I was born, the, my mom in the hospital was watching like whatever that movie was with him. So I was raised, and I'm from Tennessee. It was just <gasps> in my blood to, to love him. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited to tell you that this doesn't have to remain a mystery, how beautiful and wonderful this book is. And everyone in our audience is gonna go home with a copy of this. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the Drew Barrymore Show podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts.